if someone's at your restaurant for the first time, maybe they didn't find it from Instagram, but now that they're sitting at your restaurant and they're gonna go look at the Instagram page of the restaurant, and if it looks cool, we'll probably give it a follow. If it maybe just looks bland or you're not using it much, or you know, you've got five photos on there from 2017, they're not gonna uh -huh. click follow on your page. So sometimes it's also, you know, even if the customer's already in the door, having that social presence, having that website presence that looks good can help you keep that customer. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at ovationup.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by Aaron Roberts, the president and executive producer at Rising Tides Creative. Now, this guy and I met in Chicago at NRA, and I was just instantly struck at how cool this guy is. Um, the kind of cool that you can't keep to yourself. Wanted to share them <laughs> with you guys. So, Aaron, thanks for joining us on Give an Ovation, my man. Well, coming from Mr. Cool himself, I mean, I'll take that as a high compliment. So, wow. You know, thank you. You know, the... Mr. Cool. I, I need to get a T-shirt with a name tag. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mr. Cool. There you go. Um, so, Aaron, first of all, talk to me a little bit about Rising Tides Creative. What is it? Why did you start it? Yeah, I mean, so we are a full service creative partner for any business or brand that needs creative services that range from pretty much anything creative, as I like to say. Uh, one of my clients one time asked me if I knew anybody who did woodworking. And I said, yes, I have someone for you. I actually had two people oh. for him. So, oh, wow. you know, like we, we will do anything from generally it's graphic design, website, social media management, creating content, photo and video that lives on your website, your social media platforms. Um, we'll help with branding, rebranding, kind of we like to be a one-stop shop instead of, you know, your small business or your medium-sized business owner who'd have to have a different photographer and then find someone else who's a different videographer and then maybe find someone else to edit and have a totally different graphic design person. We like to try to keep it all under one roof, keeps things simpler on the pricing, and it kind of just gives them one source that, you know, a business owner can know and trust. So... And are you mainly working uh, with restaurants or what, what type of industries do you tend to work with? Yeah. I mean, at the moment, our, our biggest and longest repeating clients are restaurant clients. So we have uh, Cali Barbecue Media. As I always like to say, we're kind of a part of the, the media arm. Shout out Sean Walchef. Um, and then we also have two other restaurants in San Diego that we work with on a consistent monthly basis, the Corner Draft House and Beer Garden in Encinitas. Um, we obviously have a long background. I've been in video since I was like 10 years old, basically. My my dad had ran, you know, commercial production companies uh, his whole life. So I've kind of grown up on sets and I've been doing this now for about seven or eight years myself. Um, but we do, we've done work with laboratories before. We've created, you know, how-to videos for them. We've done work with schools and nonprofits, um, covering music festivals. You know, we we don't really discriminate, but right now our, our kind of highlight is, is hospitality clients. Yeah. Awesome. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's cool that when you get a chance to specialize a little bit more, you get, you get more of the flavor of yeah. what's actually going on, you know, now with, with media in general, what do you feel like if you want to produce, if you're a restaurant and you're looking to um, have a, a great media presence, 
what is what does that look like for a you know a, a, a growing restaurant? I mean, I think one of the big things I'll always go back to is consistency is is pretty key, right? Um, you know, just somebody who's at least out there posting anything is already steps and steps ahead of somebody who has no social presence, mm-hmm. no website, no Google My Business presence. Um, you know, so we always make sure that our clients are at least set with a baseline of of consistency across you know kind of the channels that you need to be at from there i i do i like to get creative with it you know we've we've got a client the corner draft house where we've done uh different taco they have a taco tuesday they do every week but sometimes we'll do taco tuesday on a wednesday or taco tuesday on a thursday and we've done everything from create like a this last year, we created a full music video. I wrote a song from scratch no. called Taco Tuesday on a Thursday. It's fantastic. We we shot it at the restaurant in my buddy's recording studio. Um, yeah, Taco Tuesday on a Thursday, Corner Draft House. You could should, should be able to find it, um, at least on our Instagram page. It was definitely there. Um, it should be up on Facebook as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I like doing fun stuff like that. I think that's a way that you can really stand out as your brand hire a company like me and we'll make you a fake music video for a promo for your restaurant. That'll <laughs> look and sound as if it came from a professional artist, um, you know, but really just, you know, consistency, I think is key. And if, if you have a great menu and you just want to show off how sexy your food looks, we can do that too. And we do that with a lot of our clients and everything looks, you know, good in 60 or 120 frames a second. So dude, that is baller. I just, uh, just looked it up and yeah, that looks super good. Taco <laughs> Tuesday on a Thursday. Yeah. Love Once that, you man. listen to it, you'll you'll be singing it. I had it in a couple of people's heads when, when we were doing the promo. The earworms so in there, huh? That was awesome, fun. man. Yeah. Well, Aaron, you know, seeing as seeing what you're looking at with, you know, working with these restaurants and working a lot with the media, this is something where a lot of restaurants tend to shy away from. This is something that gets put on the back burner, you know, as like the the last thought. What why do you think that is? I mean, I think cost is always um, a problem. You know, we know that restaurants run on slim margins. um, And that's actually why we like to package all of our creative services together, because I'm able to give someone a much better price point for for what we can do instead of like in reality, if you really have to hire a photographer separately and hire a video guy separately and hire a different graphic designer, it's going to be more money. It, It can be hard for me to go to someone and say, hey, I need... $2,000 $2,000 a month from you every month. And, and that can sound like a lot at first, but when you really think of the scope of all the different graphical work you've done during the year, or, you know, with two of our clients, we design all their merch, we go and get it printed, um, which then the employees use as their uniforms. So, you know, it's just about how creative um, you can really be. But I think cost is probably one. And, and I think number two that falls close behind is something that Sean Walchup talks about as well is they just might not have an idea of, of what to do. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's again where if you hire us uh you know or a service like us that are actually full of creatives who want to think of the ideas for you, like we're I'm fine with thinking of the idea for you to be honest, right? Like um it, it always helps if the client has some, you know, something in their head I can play off of and, and try to pull out of them. But if they don't know what to do at all, great. Like I, I will throw out promotions, you know, left and right of, of what people want. Um, so you know, I think that between trying to find a cost model that that works for your business and whether if it's just starting on smartphones or starting, you know, every three months we come in, we shoot a bunch of content and we kind of get you set up for a couple months and then you bring us in again 
to keep going. You know, I think it's just starting is, is key. Love that. Yeah. And I think starting don't, 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 you don't need to be perfect, right? Just start doing stuff. Uh, Start posting, start getting on social. I know Sean's a big proponent of TikTok, and, you know, especially if you're trying to go after the younger, you know, the younger demographic hop on TikTok, right? Um, But what, what are some mistakes that you see restaurants making with their media strategy? You know, I think that it's again, kind of goes back to that unique factor. And, and, you know, sometimes uh, we struggle with this, even, even with our clients, you know, how can we not just put the same, okay, it's new food specials, but we're just kind of shooting the food, shooting action and putting it to music. Like how, how can we sort of step outside that box? Uh Um, I think that sometimes you can just get a little bland um, with, with just shooting food continually, continually, continually. So, you know, I, I think, that's one thing. I, I also go that anybody who, you know, if you're, if you're using photos heavily on social media, that's, that's still fine. That's a good strategy. Video does get more engagement. That's virtually proven across all the platforms at this, at this point. Um, but if you're going to do photo, don't just take a, you know, above shot of, of your food, like show me the action, show me, you know, that's something that we know that when we've brought into a lot of clients that we do is like, don't just show me the salad, show me the ranch being poured on the salad, show me a big Uh, bite of the, of this lettuce and everything up close to the lens. Like give me something that's at least going to make it stand out and not just look like, okay, I'm just going to scroll past that salad in my feed. You know, one of our favorite things we did with a client, um, you know, they're, they're a bar and restaurant. They do a lot of cocktails and stuff. So we started doing big ice cube drops and we got these, you know, get these giant splashes. And if you shoot them right, you see all the little droplets of water and they look really cool and they're eye catching. And, you know, it's obviously you, you don't go to a bar to get your drink splashed all over the bar, (laughs) but, but it's, it's the point of, if you're just trying to build that brand awareness and just trying to get someone to stop, even for that point, three seconds to go, huh? Oh, cool photo. Like, and then move on. I think it's much better than just like, here's, our cocktail and it's just a photo of a glass with a lemon sticking out of it or whatever. And, you know? and I think, and I think as you're the like and scroll, sure. you you may not get that customer right then, but every time that they engage with your brand, your brand is more likely to pop up, Yep. you know? And so it's yep. really critical. Those likes aren't just like a one-time thing that evaporate. They stay with that. They stay with that user. And so it's important to to get those likes. So that way, when they're thinking about, you know, about food, about Mexican, about going for a bar, about barbecue, you're the one that shows up as they scroll through their feed. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite things hearing when we took over Corner Draft House and Beer Garden was hearing customers coming into the restaurant and being like, oh, wow, hey, your social media looks really cool. Or, you know, at the same time, I like to say the flip side is if someone's at your restaurant for the first time, maybe they didn't find it from Instagram, but now that they're sitting at your restaurant and they're going to go look at the Instagram page of the restaurant. And if it looks cool, we'll probably give it a follow. If it maybe just looks bland or you're not using it much, or, you know, you've got five photos on there from 2017, they're not going to click follow on your page. So sometimes it's also, you know, even if the customer's already in the door, having that social presence, having that website presence that looks good can help you keep that customer. Love that. What do you think some of the most important aspects of guest experience are nowadays? It's a good question. I mean, just for me personally, I still think that um, 
in-house customer service. I think it's like face-to-face customer service. I still think is really important in the restaurant yeah. industry. Yeah. And I think the pandemic kind of, you know, it, it saw a lot of shifts to the restaurant industry and it saw a lot of turnover from people. And so there's definitely been, you know, newer people maybe in the hospitality industry at your local restaurants that you go to and, and finding, you know, folks that are training staff to keep up that really good, you know, personal presence, I, I think is really still a big part of, of the experience. If you're going to go out to eat, right. Like you don't want to be treated like a jerk, right. Like you, you want to sort of be, you know, have a good experience. Yeah. Um, and there, and there's a reason why people are going out to eat as opposed to eating at home. Right. And it's not just because they don't want to throw away the, you know, the, the dishes or the, <laughs> the styrofoam. It's because they, there's still this concept of entertainment, right? I, yeah. I want to go somewhere and have a new experience and I can't travel. So let's, let's go to a Thai restaurant. I can't, you know, go to Texas. So let's get some barbecue <laughs> and like get the feel yeah. of what it is and the smell 100%. of that Texas barbecue. And I think you're absolutely right is with the explosion of technology in this industry, there is one thing that remains true, which is you cannot take the humans out of hospitality. You have to keep them in. And sure, hospitality is going digital, as we both very well know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, it's not about, you can't remove, just because the word digital was added to it, you can't remove the hospitality part of it. And when they are dining, you you do, you got to give that face-to-face. And I like the fact of leveraging your social media when you're there on your menus, throw up your Insta handle, you know, uh, put it, put it on there so people can see it in some places. I know there's companies that'll actually do live feeds of people that are tweeting about you, or it'll cycle through your Instagram photos. Um, so there's cool companies that could do that as well to increase that engagement. I even saw a like and follower counter where huh. it, it connected to the Wi-Fi and it actually was like, it had numbers on it that flipped as in the restaurant, would, right? In I've, the restaurant. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's awesome. as you like it, it literally will like flip to increase yep. the number of how many likes or follows that you have. So th- there's cool things that you could do to engage digitally. And, and again, realize that, that, that guest is your guest, whether they order on DoorDash, Olo, pick up, dine in, they see you on social media. It's still the same person. So keep the same message. Keep that branding consistent, which which you had mentioned earlier. I think is really important. Yeah. Uh, what what are some successful things, Aaron, that you've seen lately, uh, or you're seeing maybe some of your your, your clients do? Yeah, I mean, um, another shout out to Sean Walchef here. Obviously, I mean his uh his relentless pursuit of you know going video, whether it's my video, whether it's his cell phone, whether it's Steven uh, Swiderski's cell phone at, at these ghost kitchens. Uh, it really has seemed to pay off for him. You know, he he did go heavy into TikTok, which is something I haven't got my other clients to do yet. Um, and he's honestly the one dragging me, <laughs> as, as I think he's dragging <laughs> most of us, right, in in into the TikTok world. But you know, seeing um, the type of success that that he's had um, going live in his restaurant, putting himself in front of the camera, I, I do think it's important and. You know, it, it can be hard sometimes. Not every restaurant's going to have a Sean Wall chef. Not every restaurant owner is going to want to be that. But if you can, and, and even if you can just get yourself out there a little bit, I think it really helps. I mean, we know for our other client, the Corner Draft House, whenever we have done videos with the owner, Dan, 
on camera in front of camera, they usually get pretty high engagement because it's Dan, the owner, who sometimes a lot of people already know from, especially when you know the mm-hmm. restaurant started early on in the days, and and you know it's kind of an authority figure in an extent, right? So it's someone, oh, I'm going to listen to a message from the owner of this page I follow, and so I think personalizing you know, your content as much as you can to, to your brand or, or to, you know, yourself, if you are the owner of, of your restaurant or your chain, I think that's one of the biggest things I've seen Sean do that just seems to be wildly successful um, for him. And, and I've kind of, you know, seen that success replicated in bits with some of my other clients. And look, it's okay. If you're not a trained actor, it's okay. If you don't feel super comfortable on camera, just like be you. Yeah. Right. And I think that the nowadays, People don't expect polished perfection. They want personal. They want raw. They want gritty. They want to see what's under the hood, you know, and it's okay if it's not totally clean under the hood. And and by the way, I'm not talking about like a grease hood that that should be clean. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the metaphorical hood here. Um, We need to see if, and by the way, kitchen should be clean, but the, the concept is, like show them you. Yeah. Right. And, and don't keep doing it over and over and over again. So it's perfect. I actually talked to a documentary filmmaker and he was talking about how they did a, um, they did this whole documentary and then they did all the, they did like the previewing for select audiences. And they all said, it sounds really bad. Like it, it all sounds fake. They went back through and they realized that the producers we're getting people to like, oh, can you say that again? Oh, can you say that again? Oh, can you say that again? And they'd pick the one that was perfect. Well, then the audience looked at it and they're like, this doesn't sound authentic. Yep. And so they went back through and any time that the producer said, can you say that again? They went back to the original cut. They put in the ums, the uhs, the, you know, the little trips. And I think that authenticity is something that's uh, really valuable. Oh yeah. A, a thousand percent. I mean, I, we, Sean has the thing like we hardly ever do second takes with Sean, uh, you know, when, when we're filming with him, he's, he's obviously, he's gotten also way better. And that's the thing. Like you get, you only get better at something like that yeah. from repetition. Like nobody is good speaking. Nobody is even generally a good actor at the start of their career. Right. Like there are very few who can come onto the scene and be like, Oh, wow. That, that person, that kid absolutely has it. Like it, it is, it's, it's a repetition game. And, you know, um, just getting yourself out there, I think is definitely the most important part and being authentic. And as somebody who's done a background of reality TV and documentaries myself, you can, you, you can hear when it's scripted, when I have to generally ask people to, to re-say something, you know, in the edit bay, if I'm choosing between the first one or the second one, a lot of times I, you know, it's, I just was doing this earlier this week, cutting for a client did the same thing of like, mm, you know, I think it just, it sounds a little better the first time they said it. And, and yeah. you know, that's the one I go with. So. Love it. I think, I think that makes a lot of sense that authenticity is something that is so critical. And again, don't be, don't be afraid to, to get out there and try it. Right. Um, and it's not going to be perfect at first and that's okay. <laughs> so who deserves an ovation in the restaurant industry Aaron? who's somebody that we should be following? Obviously, Sean Walchef. Anyone you'd recommend besides Sean? <laughs> um, you know, I I've gotten to know um, a lot more of of you fine restaurant industry folks uh, just through everything I've been doing. Um, it's probably all going to sound Sean adjacent because most of my you know restaurant folks. I will say, if you're in San Diego, the Corner Draft House 
and Beer Garden Encinitas. Um, they're both run by basically the, the same the same folks. Um, I think they are doing great things in kind of the modern gastro pub style space. Uh, Corner Draft House has 71 beers on tap, which I oh, think wow. is is the most in all of San Diego in a single spot. Um, you know, I, I love what they're doing. And, you know, we've they've been a client of ours for quite a while. Um, I also really like uh, the brand Doghouse, what, what, what they've been CJ, doing. CJ, he's yeah, my boy. I got... We, we we had Andre uh, on a podcast and we were out at um at the at the show in Vegas. Um, He's a rock star. Yeah, he was great. Their their story was great. And now that I've been eating their food, I'm like, this is also fantastic. Have and you tried the cowboy? No, which one's that? Oh my gosh, it's got like it's got melt nacho cheese on oh, it God. and Sounds onion delicious. crumbles and like uh, there and it's on the Hawaiian roll and yeah, like. The whole, oh. Their stuff is just yeah. so good. And Everything, their branding, their branding is strong. On you point. Know, they they lean into kind of the the goofiness, the puns. I'm a, I'm a big pun guy. So whenever you're going to start throwing hey, around puns, like they that's why they call <laughs> me Zach the Punisher Oats. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, you know, so I, I I love what they're doing. Uh, and you know, um, another brand that I don't know anybody at though, uh, Hop Dotty. Um, oh yeah, I, I have like gone out to Austin a couple times, and every time I'm there, I'm just like, I have to eat Hop Dotty as much as humanly possible. And their social media team's always on it because every time I'm taking a story, they're reposting it. They're they're getting back to me, and I'm going, okay, you guys need to open some up in California, and they're like, we're we're coming, we promise. And so you know, I I love everything that they seem to be doing, and I. Shout out if anyone's working at Hop Dotty. We'd love to work with you here at Rising Tides Creative. So, <laughs> yeah, well, T- Todd Wilson over there uh, got some got some rock stars over there at Hop Dotty. Really, really cool spot. Um, cool. Well, dude, really, really appreciate you having uh, coming on. And how do people find you, follow you, and your brand? So I am at always a Rob A R O B on every platform. That's why it's always a Rob, right? Uh, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I probably do have a TikTok. I don't really use it yet. Sean, <laughs> Sean Walchuk will be making you sooner than later. Um, and then the company's at Rising Tides with an S creative. Um, risingtidescreative.com. Same thing at Rising Tides Creative on all platforms. Uh, and, you know, we uh, strive to just help you bring whatever creative crap you have in your brain come to life. So. Awesome. Well, Aaron, for letting me share some of that San Diego vibes you're bringing to our whole (laughs) audience, today's ovation goes to you. Thanks so much for joining us, Aaron. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.